This is the Tantalk Radio Network. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Your host, Gene Hodge, is a training consultant, author, motivational speaker, and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce-optimizing training company. With HodgePodge Training, Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. With Gene's process, thousands of individuals have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802 or send an email to the opportunity hour at gmail.com. Studio lines are open at 1 866 826 1340. And now, here's your host, Gene Hodge. Good evening. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour, a place where we try to help all of you out there that are job seekers to get the kind of employment that you want. I'm here with my two guests. As you can see, we're moving our offices around a little bit. <laughs> but I'm also here with our trusty engineer, Mr. Matt. Matt's the guy that makes everything working. So we're going to start with Matt this evening. Matt, how are you doing this evening? We're doing Matt. fantastic. And all of a sudden now we go from veterans in the studio to musical veterans. Is that how this is going to work tonight? <laughs> that works, yes. <laughs> All right. Jobs for veterans. There we go. Yes. But anyway, for those of you not familiar with the show, we have a couple of clips that I'm going to play for you. And Matt, if you got them, let them go. Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, The number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. You are welcome to watch me do the show and simply by going out to our Tantalk radio network, which is Tantalk1340.com. You can find that, find Opportunity Hour, and you'll find me. But I suggest that you watch me to do the show because this show is all about finding enjoyable employment instead of a job. And the reason I say that is because I want you to see me. Because you have counselors, career coaches, HR individuals, and many others that are telling our most experienced workers that help make this country not to put stuff on your resume because it's going to date your age. As if we're not going to see you when you show up. And so I want you to see me to do the show. You just got you here in my background. And I want you to see me. I want you to look at me, my scars, bumps, my color. My hair is beginning to thin out, all that sort of stuff. I want you to look at me because I know 
We see you coming, we see you going, we see your front side, back side, we see all of you before you get a chance to open up your mouth. But more than that, I want you to get paid for your level of experience. I want you to get paid for those years, but also for you entry-level workers. I want you to know you count. And so I want you to know that we see you. Can't really hide anything. Yes, we do see you, and I want to make sure you understand that. And we see you coming, we see you going, we see your front side, back side. We see all of you, and many of you actually think we don't. The surprise is we can see all of you, and you can't. All you can see is what's forward. But anyway, but we see all of you, and I want you to understand how to use all of you to get what you want. However, tonight we are celebrating Veterans Day, the, the individuals that have provided a service for this country that, that uh, now they've come out of the military and now they're functioning somewhere in life. I have two, two veterans right here sitting in front of you, and I'm just going to introduce their first names. They can tell you the rest very quickly. But on my left side is Mr. Heinzman. <coughs> Good evening, Mr. Jane. Good to be here with you on Veteran Show. Okay. And on my right, we have Jeff. Jeff, how are you doing this evening? Doing well, Gene. Thanks for inviting me. All right. Anyway, these veterans are going to be sharing some of their thoughts on, on, on what it's like to be a veteran, but more so, how can veterans find employment or better employment and you're going to be able to hear some thoughts from these two gentlemen, including myself. But anyway, so that's that's what we're going to be doing. And so, uh, so I'd like to have you think about that so that uh, you hear from them. But also, if you like, I'm not sure if you can see our phone number, but you're more than welcome to give us a call. The number is 727-441-3000. It's 727. If you look on the back wall here, it's back here. And uh, But it's 727. You can't see that. But uh, the 441-3000 is what you can see. But feel free to give us a call if you like, because we have two veterans here to give you two more different questions to answers or answers to questions. And that, that's what I like to have you do. But before we get started, I'm going to tell you uh, that uh, that if you're a veteran, as a matter of fact, I think what I'm going to do, I just want each of you to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what it is that you did in the military. And uh, Jeff, uh, I think we'll start with you. All right. Uh, my name is Jeff Kloostian, and I spent 28 years in the Air Force, got out in 2004, and mostly flew big airplanes and a few staff jobs along the way. Okay, how'd you fly them? Flew them well. Loved it. Every minute. Great career. You were a pilot. I was a pilot. Okay. Yep, and I thought about <laughs> becoming an airline pilot, but decided that wasn't for me. Okay. You didn't want to fly an airplane from the Air Force, the uh, public. Nah, it's just a bus driver. <laughs> oh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that's what they say about C-130s <laughs> in the Air Force. Okay, Mr. Dukes, tell us who you are and what do you do? Hey, I'm Heinzman Dukes. I come to sit in with Gene Hodger once in a while, and I'm glad to come back for better a day. I spent 23 and a half years in the Air Force. I'm an automotive technician. 
And when I retired from the Air Force, I started my own business as an entrepreneur. Went into the automotive uh, shop. Four, I had a six-bay shop where I employed four people for over 18 years. And one day they woke up and somebody called me and says, uh, would you like to teach high school? We need an automotive teacher in high school. And I accepted it. And that was probably one of the greatest challenges I ever had. Could you pass through? Bachelor, look at the camera so people can see your face. And, oh, you know. <laughs> but yeah. But anyway, uh, I did. But, I taught school, high school, for twelve years. Okay. Now, for those of you not familiar, I am an army guy. And we come to support and, the army uh, guy. I come to lead. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, I spent some time in the military. Spent time working for the army. I, and I spent a few years working with technology and information systems, those types of, of services. I can't say any more than that, but that's what I did. And so uh, that's what I did, but I came out and took some of those experiences and, and began to do more and more in those fields. And, and uh, now I'm still doing some of that, but I have my own company. and for training people to do what they like doing instead of getting jobs. Anyway, so I'd like to have you just think about that. Great, that's great. Because yeah, I believe you can be hired doing what you enjoy doing. In some cases, you yes, can, I yeah. agree with that. All right. But anyway, but we're going to take a short break so that you hear something from our sponsors, but we'll be right back. You can hear more from Jeff and Mr. Dukes, and here's our tribute for veterans. Job seekers, this is Gene Hodge of Hodge Park. Public for which it stands, one nation, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Since I was a small boy, two states have been added to our country, and two words have been added to the Pledge of Allegiance, under God. Wouldn't it be a pity if someone said that is a prayer, and that would be eliminated from schools, too. Job Seekers, this is Gene Hodge of HodgePodge Training. Would you like to have a job that you enjoy, or do you want to settle for something that you don't want to do? We train job seekers to find enjoyable and compatible jobs so that you're motivated and enjoy doing, and in most cases, being paid competitive salaries. If you are, send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. T-H-E, opportunityhour at gmail.com. In the subject line, put Job Seeker. And I will get back to you and hopefully to help you find something that you enjoy. Job Seekers, now you can access Gene's articles revealing a different way to find enjoyable employment, especially for experienced workers. His free articles titled, Layoffs Present Opportunity to Find Enjoyable Employment, Is There Really Job Training Available for You?, How to Find a Fit in the New Job Market, and Innovative Job Training Program, A Collaborative Model. To see Gene's articles, go to LinkedIn.com, type Eugene Hodge in the search box, look for articles, and choose an article. That's at LinkedIn.com. Or go to HodgePodgeTraining.com, choose Resources tab, and choose an article. That's at HodgePodgeTraining.com. 
If you happen to miss any part of the Employment Opportunity Hour, or there's a particular show you may want to hear again, don't forget you can check out all the past Employment Opportunity Hour programs by going to internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. All the shows are there, just click and listen. internetradiopros.com slash opportunity hour. And you can contact Gene via email at the, T-H-E, opportunity hour at gmail.com. So you don't have to miss a minute of the Employment Opportunity Hour ever again. Okay, that's honoring our branches of the military because Amen. you veterans out there uh, probably was in one of those units. If not, you were in some other specialized units. But either way, we'd like to say thank you for your sacrifices. Thank you for what you've done for this country. And I have two veterans here. Unfortunately, they're both in the, the Air Force. But... Uh, <laughs> But they are my. That's okay. Gee, we will hold they're my great to. friends. They won't. They won't pick on me on the air. <laughs> I'm representing the army, but but uh, many 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 of us paid a price, mm-hmm. and we want to honor those. But those of us who are living, we want to share things that we could do to help many of you out there that are looking for employment. How to get some employment. I want to be able to share some of those thoughts because I'm concerned because a lot of veterans coming out in certain parts of the country, they feel as though they're coming out and they have nothing to do or nothing to offer, which relates, which goes back to feeling very depressed and all those other types of things because they feel as though they have nothing to offer. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know you have a lot 
to offer. It's taking all of that experience and combining it with the other things that you like doing because there's a, a place out there for you. Anyway, so that leads to the formula that I'm going to tell you about for this show. Right. Okay, here's the formula for I call enjoyable employment. Okay? First thing to do, do, do a self-awareness test of yourself. Write down three to five things that you like doing, that you know how to do, and that you enjoy doing. I mean, so you have, if you write down three to five, you could have 15 each of those categories and then based on what you wrote down take those words and try to structure them into, into some sort of a sentence or paragraph whereby you could introduce yourself in 30 to 90 seconds tell people who you are the importance of that is you telling them who you are because you're standing there looking at them or they're looking at you it's a and then the third thing is to understand this thing that's called networking, based on who knows who that knows who that knows who. I'm saying if you follow this formula, you will indeed find enjoyable employment throughout your working career, and that's what I want to stress on this show. That's what we mean by employment opportunities. It's the opportunities that we see you getting instead of you trying to do it all by yourself. Yeah. But anyway, so that's that's the purpose of the show. So I have two. Air Force people who <laughs> are a struggle trying to say those words. Ah. They're good words. <laughs> Air Force. Air Force. <laughs> United States Air Force. Yes. Oh, the best Air Force in the world. Yes. But but uh, they got me outnumbered because they're on both sides tonight. <laughs> but, but anyway, I'm going to call on them to offer some of their knowledge in order to help you veterans out there. But the first thing I want to do is is ask, once you got out of the military, what did you go do? Can you tell us a little story in terms of that late, that led up to where you are right now? Okay, um, so I retired from the Air Force in 2004, and my skill, I guess my trade was a pilot. Um, so obviously I started looking at the airlines at that point. Um, it took me a little while, I did went to a couple classes, but it took me a little while to realize I didn't want to be away from home anymore, uh, enjoy going home with my wife, so I, I kind of crossed pilot, airline pilot off the list anyway. Um, and then I thought about contractor, uh, because a lot of people would get out, put on a suit, and go right back into the same office, mm-hmm. and decide I had no desire to go back into that same office and sit in a cubicle mm-hmm. with a suit on. So um, I think it was a God thing. Uh, I picked up the base newspaper one day, and there was a job for an aerospace teacher at Robinson High School mm. right near the base. And uh, I applied yeah, for it. Yeah. They said they already hired somebody. Uh, I went off on a vacation to see my parents in Miami, but the principal called me up down there and said, hey, the guy just quit. Do you want the job? I said, <laughs> I'll yeah. come interview for it. And I taught for 16 years there at Robinson Aerospace Technology, um, inspiring kids to learn about aerospace and loved every minute of it. So mine was kind of a fluke, a little bit of luck and a little bit of God, I think, to put it all together for me. Um, did that for 16 years, and after that, I'm kind of retired, mm-hmm. retired, but uh, retired. volunteering as a guardian ad litem mm-hmm. and a tutor, also reading tutor. You're enjoying it every every minute of it. Yep. Right there, you go. Ah, that's great. That's a great story, Jeff. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scary once in a while. We all we all have stories. That's right. That's right. Sure they, do. They all have I've value. Made some good, some bad. 
but we all have a story. Oh, oh tell the bad too. Well, we ain't gonna tell the bad today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <There we go. laughs> but uh, I retired at the Air Force. But I also, and uh, when I retired, I actually, I had my goal was to start my own business. That was my whole thing. Was when I joined the Air Force, I wanted to get all the knowledge I could soak up, and get when I come out, I wanted to do it, start my own business. And I was blessed to come out and do that. I started my own business and I ran it for over 18 years. Uh, entrepreneur, seek job seeking, it's all, it's all there, it's available, and I figured I had the knowledge and everything to do that. And any business you go into, one thing you gotta have your mindset. I was told you can't be successful because there's all too many other businesses, there's too many other garages. But you always gotta have that top notch idea that can get you over and that is you got to do what nobody else won't do you got to be the best at whatever you do so that people can recognize you and be want to be a be a customer of yours if you're in that type of business and so that's this so anyway i reached the point of uh high school and i said it's time to get out of the high school area because things was changing so i went back took my business and started it back up again. But for some reason, it was harder to start it back to get it regenerated than it was when it was, when I started. But it was a good good challenge and to, for me to do that. So what I did, I became a full entrepreneur. I took my business, my property, and cleaned it all up and put a lease sign on it. And <laughs> That's what I do now. I collect a paycheck every month. So, okay. as an entrepreneur, that's a great life. It wasn't easy, but it's a great life. How about jobs? Jobs? I never had a job. Oh. <laughs> so I don't know what a job is. Great. And that's one thing about great. it. Great. While I was in the Air Force, it wasn't a job to me because I enjoyed what I did. I had a that's lot of fun at doing it. And when I retired, and then mm -hmm. when I went into the high school, it wasn't a job because it was still fun. Even though I had the young kids to try to direct and encourage them, but it wasn't a job. I, as uh, Jeff said earlier, I was doing my business right there at Robinson High School. Great. So when I gave that up, Great. I just I just float right now. Okay, so it is important to do what you enjoy doing. Would you yes, say? it is definitely, definitely. And that's what you yeah. all—that's what you preach. You say everybody can do what they want to, what they want to do, and what they're doing now is what they really want to do. Do I preach that? And that is what you keep trying to encourage and telling people. And I like the idea because people that. do. They are, mm -hmm. they don't realize it. They don't realize what they're doing is what they really can do and get paid for. Okay, great, great. Now. And I got drafted into the, the military. Anyway, it's not like these guys. They volunteered. I got drafted. He was running. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> but the bottom line is I ended up working with the Army and working at a position, working with uh, computers. I had a little bit of computer experience before I went in. I guess that's they decided to put me to work doing something that I already liked doing. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but but I did that for a couple of years, and then I I was a computer 
operator program and I enlist and then I ended up getting a job as a trainer train people on how to use computers and then add and as a manager, I ended up working for a couple of large corporate companies around the country. And um, I realized that my development had to do with people choosing me to do things that they saw me capable of doing, most of which I never thought I'd ever be doing. Mm-hmm. But I thought that since other people were seeing me and I could see other things that other people I thought were capable of doing, that I thought that let me introduce something like that so people could become aware of what are they selling that they can't see but all the other people in the world can see it. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, you could actually go through your working career doing things that you enjoy doing, plus being promoted and advancing, but also showing others what the long-range goal was to improve employee productivity or productivity for yourself because you're always productive when you know what you enjoy doing. So I've implemented a training program doing that, and it's off the ground, but it's not big time yet. It's very close. could happen tomorrow, but it hasn't happened today yet. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but that's, that, that, that's, that's what I've done. So I really encourage everyone to think about doing things that you enjoy. But one tip I'm just going to say, and I'm going to take a break, but some somewhere probably in my third or fourth year of, of working, somebody pulled me aside. I can't think of the person's name. But, but the person said, Gene, don't come to work to work. I kind of looked at him and he said, don't come to work to work. Come to work for you. Learn as much as you can so you can take you someplace else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so my background has been based on other people choosing me and not applying. But I also choose other people, and you choose other people, and you choose other people because you see things that you see them capable of doing mm-hmm. that they can't see yet. But anyway, so that's my background. But we're going to take a short break so you Can hear something from my sponsor. question before you go to break? Sure. Did you regret not staying in the service, in the military? Uh, did I regret it? Yeah. Did you feel like you missed something? I don't say regret. Do you feel like you missed something by not staying? Uh, no, I don't feel as though I missed something because I felt that my mission, whatever, whatever was happening to me was because other people saw how I I could help them do what they needed done, and that's I didn't regret it. Okay. You know, and so. Just a question. I remember a teacher that I had. Now I only I went I went through the seventh grade. I went to the seventh grade. I left home when I was ten years old because I was hungry. And I used to. This, this is true. I work in the summer. And I go to school in the winter. But I had this one teacher. He was the principal of the Harrison School in Vincennes, Indiana. To me, this was the greatest teacher, a real sage of of my time. Anyhow. He had such wisdom, and we were all reciting the Pledge of Allegiance one day, and he walked over, this little old teacher, Mr. Laswell was his name. Mr. Laswell, he says, I have been listening to you boys and girls recite the Pledge of Allegiance all semester, and it seems as though it's becoming monotonous to you. If I may... May I recite it and try to explain to you the meaning 
of each word. I, me, an individual, a committee of one, pledge, dedicate all of my worldly goods to give without self-pity, allegiance, my love and my devotion to the flag, our standard, O oh glory, a symbol of freedom. Wherever she waves, there's respect, because your loyalty has given her a dignity that shouts freedom is everybody's job. United, that means that we have all come together. States, individual communities that have united into 48 great states. 48 individual communities with pride and dignity and purpose, all divided with imaginary boundaries, yet united to a common purpose, and that's love for country. And to the Republic, Republic, a state in which sovereign power is invested in representatives chosen by the people to govern, and government is the people, and it's from the people to the leaders, not from the leaders to the people, for which it stands. One nation, one nation, meaning so blessed by God, indivisible, incapable of being divided, with liberty, which is freedom, the right of power to live one's own life, without threats, fear, or some sort of retaliation. And justice, the principle or qualities of dealing fairly with others. For all, for all, which means, boys and girls, it's as much your country as it is mine. And now, boys and girls, let me hear you recite the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Since I was a small boy, two states have been added to our country and two words have been added to the Pledge of Allegiance under God. Wouldn't it be a pity if someone said that is a prayer and that would be eliminated from schools too? Job seekers, are you unemployed and ready to go back to work? Did you know that now you can get Gene's books revealing a different way to find enjoyable employment? Each book shows you how to develop a resume and cover letter using your life experiences. You will receive step-by-step -step instruction on the content, its rationale, and its importance for each book. His books are available in soft copy and digital formats on Amazon.com and HodgePodgeTraining.com. Eugene Hodge, an employment training consultant, 
has helped thousands of job seekers to find enjoyable employment at competitive wages using an innovative process by matching your needs with employer needs. The books are Resume, What's Its Purpose? and Cover Letter, What's Its Purpose? To get Gene's books, go to Amazon.com, type Eugene Hodge in the search box, look for his books, choose a book. Or go to HodgePodgeTraining.com, choose Shop tab, choose books in a single or bundled formats. Coming soon, books in Spanish, Creole, and French format, all at HodgePodgeTraining.com. Purpose of the show is to help job seekers find enjoyable employment instead of a job by hearing tips that are non-traditional approaches that you didn't learn in school. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a, a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for. And your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. Employers, this is Gene Hodge of HodgePodge Training. Are you struggling to find ways to increase your low productivity and morale? We train employers on how to improve employee productivity and morale, saving you huge sums of dollars that you're currently spending on training, retraining, grievances, turnover, and lawsuits. If you have this concern, send me an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. In the subject line, put employer. Again, that's T-H-E, opportunityhour at gmail.com. Salute for saluting all of the military veterans. Yes. Uh, we, Amen. 
all the branches, the people who defend this country, and many mm -hmm. of them it's have lost their lives, yes. and uh, many yes. of them are active and still, still performing. Still moving. It just so happens I have two Air Force guys with me today. And, and we uh, come to support the Army guy. And I'm not allowed to say what I really want to say over the air, <laughs> so we'll just continue. <laughs> he just wants to say he's appreciative of us. <laughs> yes, I appreciate you for being here. <laughs> but uh, the veterans who make it back and they come out of the military, many of them would like to find jobs. Mm -hmm. And it's in the news all the time about veterans not finding jobs that they want or just not finding jobs because they feel as though they have nothing to offer. I want to change that image because okay. I believe they have a lot to offer. But but before I do that, I'd like to, ha to ask this, this question. Why do you think veterans are having such a problem finding jobs in addition to finding jobs that they'll enjoy, but just, just finding jobs, why do you think that's such a problem for people who have put in X amount of years specializing in something, well, and, and they come out and feel as though they have nothing to, to offer in order to find employment? Well, I, I would say that those ones that come out fail to find employment is because whatever they feel was in the military, it did not meet the need out here when they come out of the civilian. Oh. So they was trained to do something that we don't offer in the civilian world. Now most of the Air Force jobs are correlated with the civilian world. The Army, they don't. The Navy, most of the Navy jobs are correlated with the civilian world. Marines, those guys have a tough time finding jobs when they come. Okay. Why? Why is because they're training. Okay. They train is. I got a solution for that. Help out the Air Force. Okay. Help out the Air Force. Yeah. Air Force got a got a solution. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a problem with getting. We're talking about the military <laughs> as a which whole. Includes right all of the military. Well, I broke it down for you, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I've yeah. I've got to believe that with the transition yeah. programs out there and this skill bridge now that. Um, if you can't find somebody that can help you translate your job into the civilian world, maybe you're not trying hard enough. Great answer. You know, it just may, it might be you just need to get Great out there answer. and try harder. To find, ask some people who have gotten out that were in your field already what they do, how they do it, or talk to the people who are working in the transition program with a little bit deeper from different aspect and ask them how they would translate your job. In other words, it's not just the employer's mm -hmm. responsibility to All find right. you, but it's your responsibility uh, to fine. make sure that you are something that somebody wants well, to find. Uh, right. You know? um, okay. I'm going to give you a piece of information. Lay it on. The employer is the one who hires you. Right. Okay. In reality, it's not an employer at all. It's another human. Okay. Okay. I think part of the problem is because at 85, I read something like something like 80 to 85 percent of all like HR people uh -huh. have never been in the military. Uh 
you know, so the employer is saying we're looking for workers, military people, but the people responsible for finding them and getting them cannot relate to who they are. Because so the solution is getting military people in those positions of hiring those people with those kinds of backgrounds. Well, I, I agree. I agree with some of that you said, but also, I still say that now with the transition skill and the skill that they produce in now, there may be some improvement in the employment. But I know when I retired, we had a transition stage, but it was only for fifteen. I think it was fifteen days or even twenty days. You could go out. They didn't pay you. Now they talking about they paying these guys now. When they go looking for a job, they, if they find a job and they work in it for six months, we didn't get paid. We had a, we had 15, either 20 days that we could go and seek employment. Mm -hmm. If we found employment, and they did you find employment or did you find something you wanted to do? That's I found what I wanted to do, but I'm talking about yes, yeah, the other mm -hmm. side because I know a lot of them that mm -hmm. failed to find anything, or they I said they didn't they found something but they didn't want it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't what they were. Excellent point. That, that's part of the point I wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. I, I can give you a reason, though. So, so you want to hear the reason? Yeah, I want to hear your reason. Well, I, I, I believe that all humans are motivated to do something. Well, you said that before. Right. And we agree with that. So, so possibly looking for something that you don't want to do in the first place it's part of the problem. Part of the solution, which possibly the military could do, is to begin to break down that word skill into functions in order to ask the individual, what do you like doing? What do you know how to do? Because the functions could fit into many jobs. Well, that's what, uh, if I may interrupt you, that's what Mr. Kaluskin just said. And, and, mm. and with the new skill and the new transition, that they should break it down to what you're just saying, that the individual will have that opportunity. Right, should is fine. The problem hasn't gotten resolved. Well, so there's something missing in the problem, and I want to try to put that out there. What, what, what type of things could you suggest for employment? Because the problem hasn't gotten resolved. Well, so until so you identify the problem, part of it is hiring people that you don't know anything about. Well, let's let me let me put myself as an example. Yeah. I, I was a pilot. Okay, so yeah. everybody assumed when I got out of the Air Force, I was going to be a pilot, airline pilot, or whatever. Well, that's what a pilot you does. Know, but <laughs> at the same time, I enjoyed talking to people. I enjoyed uh -huh. teaching. Uh -huh. You know, so uh, even though I looked at the airlines for a while, when I got that job at Robinson High School teaching. It was like a smile on my face for almost 16 years until I got tired of the kids. Mm -hmm. Because it was exactly what something else that wasn't my skill per se, but I enjoyed doing it. You know, watching those kids get motivated because I could teach them something. Yeah. And, and, and mm -hmm. I think when somebody goes in and says, okay, I want to transition, it's up to the military member to think about all those esoteric characteristics of mm -hmm. himself, like mm -hmm. me liking to talk and teach that uh, he needs to also translate into skills that the employer will look at right. you know, when he's going out there in the, in the job true. fairs. But if you don't know how to do that. Well, that's where the transition program in, comes in and helps you do that. Yeah. Now, now you need to 
talk to the transition people about mm -hmm. that one, yeah. But, but you had kind of like said, what is it that you like doing? Mm -hmm. So the things that you like doing depends on your definition of what you think a skill is. Because that, that's part of the problem of looking at yourself. What do you like doing, which, which depending on you say, well, I don't have a skill because the skill has a title with it. Mm -hmm. Versus the function. Yeah. So being, you have to be pretty detailed in listing your qualities that you in, about yourself that you enjoy per se. Right. So possibly that's missing. Could be. Yeah. Okay. So we're here to help solve the, the problem. That's what the right. employment opportunity hours of, which means you got to be able to talk about what the problem is and then offer some solutions as to what what, what, what should change should. or what has to change. Mm -hmm. Well, so you know, so when you mentioned things that you like talking, you're a pilot, but you like to talk, and mm -hmm. you found something where you probably you can share your knowledge and enjoy doing it, and get paid. Mm -hmm. But possibly there's a lot of other things if you look a little deeper. It had to do with, 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 with social relations, public relations, your ability to mm -hmm. communicate, all those those unwritten skills mm -hmm. by which people judge you by. Yeah. yeah. So okay. anyway, so so. I want, kind of want you guys to offer something to help those veterans that may be experiencing that problem of finding jobs because the employers are having problems finding them and they're having problems finding the employer. Well, you can make well, your own list so. about yourself, but another good thing to do is find yeah. a good friend that knows you well and mm -hmm. get some ideas from them about what type of person you are and maybe add those characteristics to the list. Yeah, yeah. Ask but, people what they think of you. Yeah, they, they, absolutely. These, I, I, you know, kind of the question you ask, I, I don't feel adequate to answer because we've been out. We 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 see out here what's going on, but we I don't know what's what what are the transition and the skill set that they are doing. Oh, the answer is tell your story because it all encompasses all of you and ask other people what their story is so you can listen to how they wow. moved around. I don't have to be put in a position to tell my story. I got to be a part of the link. Get a radio show. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to each other. <laughs> but, but I'm saying we need, we, need, we need to look at solutions that make things better for the veteran that 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 now wants I, I, that wants to find work. Yeah, yeah. And the worst thing they can do is to find something that they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which and could so. be the exact same thing they were doing in the military that they didn't like to begin with. If like let's say, down. let's say you're an infantryman yeah. in the army, <laughs> and you're thinking, "Geez, the only thing I can do when I get out is be a cop mm -hmm. or be a personal security guy carrying a gun because that's all I do is carry a gun." But nobody's told you how great a speaker you are, or how much you smile, or how great a communicator right, you are. Right, right. You know, and that's where you need the help of some of your friends, perhaps, and then maybe even your parents. Maybe they know you're a great speaker, but you don't know, and yes. or you never listened to them before. You know, so add to that list. Add to that and, list. And, and that's like you're saying in your in your introduction. We see you coming. We see you going. We see the backside. We see the front side. But they don't see that. They have to be told in order to understand that we can tell them a lot about them because they can't 
see themselves. You can't see yourself. I can't see myself. No. So the input that you get from out there is the input that can pull you into the direction where whereby we can see you used more efficiently. Okay. And be happier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so uh, it's those types of things that I'm trying to introduce. Mm -hmm. Okay. Out there. Absolutely. All right. Matt. Got any questions for me? What's your next employment? My next employment? <laughs> My next employment is, is possibly being paid to do more speaking instead of just speaking. <laughs> <laughs> so I gather you're saying you're enjoying, you enjoy speaking. You enjoy speaking then. <laughs> Yeah, I enjoy speaking enjoy and traveling it. and all those sorts of things. And so there are there are people out there that would like to have my services in a sense, but they want me to work for them. Mm -hmm. I'm hard-headed, you know. Well, I know, Mr. Hodge, knowing you, that if I yeah. die tonight, <laughs> I'm going to know that you like whatever you're doing. <laughs> well, <laughs> or come if on. I die 20 years from now, I know you, yeah. you're going to like what you're doing because you won't do something unless you like it. I can't do anything unless I like it. But bottom line is, I cannot do anything unless I'm chosen. And that's what I think a lot of people are also missing. They think they got a job without realizing somebody chose them, possibly to see what they could do in their future if they just get them started. It's true. Some people do get chosen because they have potential. Some people have, that's right. right. And you can't some see your potential. Some people yeah. get chosen because they have some. Yeah. Yep. They have some type of motivation that make make you uh, that gives you a side of them that they worth choosing, that they can become a great product in your company if you if you are have a company. It's, it's well, I'm going to just suggest company has nothing to do with it. It's, it's it's recognizing the kind of life you have and how many people do you have feeding you input about you. And where they see you capable of going, but if you don't have that kind of openness, then we can't tell you about you because you'll get upset. <laughs> In many cases, because people don't say the good things; they say all the things that they really want to know. That, yeah. But they're also testing how you react. Right. Mm -hmm. And most. Most of the time, yeah, that yeah. is it. That is the test to see what your yeah, reaction is going to be. So you got to know they're testing you to find out. Because well, if you don't know, then you lose. You don't tell them that you're testing. Yeah. You see how they respond off the cuff, as we say. That's life. Yes, sir. But anyway, but that's that's what I like to have you think about, though. But um, to help the veteran that's out there, that that either is working or wanting to work, but they can't seem to find something that they want to do. And I say, they've always been doing what they like doing, why not go do that? Well, that's true. And they, but see, a lot of time too, in the area they're in, they may not offer what they like to do. They have, they have to pack up and move. Well, people do what they like to do. So, if you're looking for it, that's one thing, but if somebody has it available for you, that that's that's yes, that's the thing that's to know. That's the thing to know, right? Or they got to have somebody that can direct it. 
That's a good right. Because the possibility of direction is missing. Mm-hmm. There's three players. There's yourself, mm-hmm. the potential employee. There's the people you're working for now. Like we've been talking about vets, military, helping mm-hmm. you get out. Make right. that big, it's a big transition mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And there's the yeah. potential employer out there as well. You've got to connect with three dots somehow in the right way with the right characteristics about yourself out there to let right. them, to mm-hmm. somebody find you. And, and, and again, yeah. you've got to sell yourself if you want, if that's something you want. Mm-hmm. And when you go, as you say, as we keep saying about how the individual got to be, and you keep saying it ain't the company, it's the humor that's going to be sitting behind it. This that's what you, I keep hearing you saying. Oh, yeah, it's never it's the, still company. the company, it's never the company. The company yeah. is, is, is always the company, even though there's a humor behind it somewhere. I told a story, I'm not sure if I got time to tell this story, but I told a story to someone a couple of days ago. Uh, back in my younger years I got sent out my company sent me out to a conference it wasn't a company the company I worked for sent me out but an individual which had responsibility but they sent me out they gave me a budget to go spend some money out on the people I was going to meet and the person said our budget's tight so be careful I was young so I went Big old conference that had a lot of people. Went out and I bought pizza. Stayed in my hotel room. I socialized a little bit. Anyway, I brought the money back pretty much. You didn't spend it. Right. He called me back and said, what did you do? And I said, you told me not to spend too much money. He said, the next time you go out, you better represent our company. You better make sure we look the best company to work for, <laughs> have drinks and everything. Because <laughs> I didn't know. So think about that for all of you veterans out there. Think <laughs> about what you don't know unless you get the training on how to go do it. And, and, and that's the purpose <laughs> of the transition stage in the military and, right. and the skill to get that. Okay, so go out and go do that after hearing from Mr. Dukes. Thanks, Mr. Dukes. Thank you, Jeff, very much. And go out and do what you enjoy doing. Give us a call next week and tell us all about it. WTAN, Clearwater. FM 106.1. WDCF, Dade City. FM 102.3. Listen.